Brenda. Was I on key? You were on key. I was like, oh, that's what it sounded like you were about to sing. Or we're just going to like start singing today. Yeah, but we can't because of copyright. Hi, everyone. And welcome to Uh, the podcast. Definitely one called uh, Mean Mean Girls Girls Interrupted Interrupted. with Travis and John. Yes. Travis and John. We would tell you our last names, but it's none of your business. We do not want. Yeah, we like to be anonymous. Yeah, I do like to be anonymous. I I love anonymity. Me too. That's why I love it. Oh, yes, of course, of course. There's mystery, a mystique. Mystique. Uh, or Mistank. Speaking of Mistank, welcome <laughs> to the stage, Mistank. No, Mystique, dude, Mystique was the perfect example of anonymity. You would uh, never yeah. know. Mystique from X-Men, you know? Right. Also, I believe, I, I mean, our, our comic book fans are going to freak out on me if I'm wrong. But uh, it's, it's said that Mystique's blue form, it's believed that that is actually not even her real form. It's the way she chooses to look in her natural state because Mystique does not actually have a natural state. Wait, okay. We're talking about the X-Man. Am I one of your, am I one of the comic book fans? Because John, that just made my heart go crazy. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's like Mystique lore. Mystique doesn't even have like Mystique is them. They this is like just this is just what what Mystique chose to as her natural state. It's not even her natural state. We don't nobody even knows. Wait, that's actually really cool. Yeah. That's a really cool. I love that. Also, I could just be making that up. No, John, please don't say that. I definitely heard or read that somewhere. Listen, I don't care if you made it up. It makes way more sense that Mystique is nothing and no one and everything all at once. Actually, today we're not talking about the X-Men. We are not everyone. We are actually talking about today. Yes. And Michelle's high school reunion. Yeah, I was going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were gonna, uh, John was going to say Romeo and Michelle's high school musical, of course. Right, which I can't stop calling it. Like, because, I was like, Romeo and Michelle's <laughs> high school reunion? I kind of really wish it would have been Romeo and Michelle's high school musical. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. So this um, week. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what we uh, that's what we're talking about today. And it's starring uh, the the gorgeous. Gorgina, 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 George, Mira Servino and And Lisa Kudrow, Lisa Kudrow from Friends. Yes. Well, it's not does that (laughs) suck to say like Lisa Kudrow from Friends. Um, As if she hasn't if I done were her, it. I would just be like, oh, that's uh, that that reminds me that I have millions of dollars. She has millions of dollars, but also she had that HBO show about her um <laughs> which was comeback. very funny. The comeback. Was it called the comeback? Yeah. yeah. John, that show was so good. Hilarious. Hilarious. She's actually incredibly talented. Um, yeah, I think there's like also I think memes were born after the fact from her uh uh, what was it like practicing saying something? Oh, I'm sure. I can't remember what it is, but I'm yeah. not. I'm I'm positive. You're probably yeah. right. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so, I mean, it's a classic. Um, have uh, you you'd watched it before this, right? I have seen Romy and Michelle's a high school musical like before a thousand times. OK, because I mean, you can't really be gay and not 
and not have admired that movie because I think whenever that movie came out, I was I was still a child, young, a young little child. Yeah, we were literally 11. <laughs> yeah, because we're so young. And I remember it was one of those movies that played on the TV a lot. Yes. With like commercial breaks and everything. And that's how I was exposed to it. Well, it came out in 1997. Like yeah, April, 19. To be exact, April 25th, 1997 is when it was theatrically <laughs> yeah. released. And I probably caught it on television whenever it, it always took things like two years to hit TV, which was which is kind of weird now. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, because like also... Yeah, Why? it would be like on like TBS or something like that. Um, and uh, I remember it's so it is one of these movies of the 90s that always starts out. And the, the previous movie that we watched uh, last week it starts out in a similar fashion where it's like you're on the water in California. Yep. And it's like a helicopter shot of the shore. Always. And you're pushing into Venice Beach or some kind of a beach. The birdcage does it for uh, for a Miami Beach or whatever. Remember that movie, The Birdcage? Oh, of course I remember The Birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams? Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> Nathan Lane being yeah. like the most fantabulous drag queen. Oh, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. I loved the birdcage. It's a really good movie, but we'll yeah. do that another day. <laughs> anyway, so we're but we're talking about two gay icons, uh, which are Mira Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow in this movie. So anyway, so they live in Venice Beach, California, and we go right, we can zoom right into their apartment. But can and- I, before before we start in, let me just say this for those of you out here listening who have never watched this movie. Or any of the movies we oh, talk about. right. Spoiler alert. There's going to be spoilers throughout. Now, this movie came out literally 20 plus years ago. 25 to be exact. Uh, yes. And it's so. And it, it is. It does date itself in that there are no cell phones. There well, are, no, there, there is. is a cell phone. There is a cell phone. And she's cell very phone. fucking proud of it. <laughs> yeah. There is a cell phone. Um, there is a cell phone and it's a flip. They call it a flip phone, which is weird because I'm like, that's not a razor. Yeah. <laughs> I always think the of the early razor. Early form flip phones. The early form flip phones. They were and huge, uh, dude. It probably, yeah. Is that the phone that Naomi's throwing? Because if so, yes. I get why she was sued. That is a deadly weapon for sure. <laughs> That's I'm like, a brick. Oh. Yeah. But uh, back whenever phones flipped. Oh, they flip now again, too. By they the do, way. which is really. Can we stop it? It's a gimmick and I hate it. It has to stop. It does nothing. It, no, except for you can't even hear the click if someone hangs up on you. Yeah, I did love to like. I loved my flip phone whenever I, whenever I had one as like an as like an eighteen year old. John, did it make you feel like you were closing a compact? And did you open uh, it and you're like, I'm opening like, a compact? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I I mean, yeah. There was that sort of like that little gay fantasy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> do you like the click? Yeah. And then and then as soon as it happened, and it, I was like, oh, I wish I could wear makeup. Yeah. Because oh. we grew up in a homophobic society that That's told okay. me that I can't do that. That's okay. You know what? You can, um, John. You can wear as much as you want or as little as you want. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? speaking of. Yeah. Uh, you want to put so, lipstick on your butthole, John? Do it. Do it. Paint, Fabulous. Paint that hole. 
Yeah. Sorry, no, we're not doing that here. That's on our other podcast. That's on our other podcast. Our third podcast called Paint That Hole. Paint That Hole, girl. Where we try on different lipsticks, but not in the way that you think. (laughs) (laughs) And then we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, How drying they are. Because it's not a visual medium, we have to like be very descriptive. We have to be super descriptive. It's like, uh, well, we'll move into something. Um, Yeah. But there's a lot of smacking sounds. (laughs) Right now, we're not talking about Mac. We're talking about Romeo and Michelle's. Yeah. (laughs) High school reunion. I almost called it High School Musical. Yeah, me too. Romeo and Michelle's High School Musical as uh, uh, a great film and starring. We already did that. So we anyway, did. so so they're they're just like two gals. It's maybe. Can I give a breakdown? I have a yes. breakdown right here, and I just want to do this before we like seriously run into it. Oh, go for it. So I just want to do a quick breakdown. So basically, the movie info is ten years after their high school graduation, Romy and Michelle haven't exactly accomplished everything that they set out to do. Despite their strong friendship, their personal and professional lives are still lacking. When they hear of their upcoming high school reunion, they take it as an opportunity to show their classmates how much they've changed. First, by trying to reform themselves, then by creating a lie that eventually spins out of control. So for all they of you were who out of control it, to begin with, by the way, literally, they didn't have to make up a lie. These two don't know what the hell is going on around them. They're... Their costuming in this movie is I, iconic. John, still yes. Still echoes today. John, I loved it. I yeah. loved their costume. The costume yeah, department like, was phenomenal. Yeah, it's like pastel and also like there's, um, uh, what, what's that material? You have your metallic, material? you have your crop tops. You, have, you got your vinyl leathers. You yep. got your latex uh, machines and textures. And, and it's very colorful at first. And... They and um, yeah, like when I remember, like there's a whole like series of events that I almost like totally blocked out of my head because like for some reason, it's been a I, while since I've watched this movie. I'm not going to yeah, lie. And I was like, oh, they spend a lot of time like on their like sort of journey to discover what they need to do. Like, yes. so they're so they're like and like why their status quo is not worth maintaining and like their whole existential crisis through like trying to get fit for the thing. And which is weird because they're only 26. If you really think about it, they are playing 26 year olds who are like, we, we have to. Like (laughs) they were, so this is like, it's very like generational. I think it is because like we're millennial generation and almost 40 and like, which is a scary thought, but, but like, but we're not expected in, in this economy to be CEOs at our age. <laughs> also, I couldn't, I don't want it. Mm-mm-mm. I don't want it. I will Success? do that. I don't know her. Dude, I don't know her. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know that dude. Honestly, no, we're not yeah. expected it. Please welcome to the stage. Success. Plus no one trusts us anyway. Yeah, I don't want to be trusted with a major company. I wouldn't trust me with a major company. John, I can't even, I can't even continue what I start. I start (laughs) things with good intentions and just. Well, you're never supposed to finish a a company. Otherwise you have to close it. That's true. I would be a perfect CEO. Logic. Yep. Yeah. Well, there we go. I make total sense. Um, Yes. So I feel like, um, yeah, so Romy and Michelle, they are trying to get fit and their gym clothes are great. Yes. They're uh, in 
They're in, um, they're <laughs> in like these heels. chunky platforms. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The nineties. Um, so well, I uh, loved how she was like, I can't lose any weight. And she was like, did you account for the 20 pounds on your shoes? Yeah. <laughs> she, Cause she's weighing herself. She was like, I gained a pound. And she was like, yes. And Michelle tells minus Romy, she was like, <laughs> yeah, she's like minus 10 for the shoes. And they just brush it under the rug. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, the big, okay. So Romy is, uh, Mira, Mira Sorvino's Sorvino. Car- yes. and, yeah. And Michelle is, uh, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. And Lisa Kudrow is sort of the, the, she's more like accepting the, the more accepting one of their, other blase, blase fair lifestyle. But in, she doesn't even Beach. recognize that it is. Yeah. She's just like, she's just kind of like blissfully unaware that there's, that they should have ambition. And it's Romy who goes like, has this epiphany that they are kind of like fuck ups and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not be. And it's this whole invitation to the, the reunion that comes down the line that, that, that she's like, shit, we are like, so not even doing anything with our lives. And, um, but, but in all honesty, uh, Michelle is totally fine with that. You can yeah. see it in her face. She's just like, cool. But also <laughs> she, and her lack of a job, literally how? Yeah. How? Yeah. Yeah. She, I'm like, how do they have that giant ass apartment? With that wasn't no a money? small apartment. That was a big old apartment on the beach. And excuse me. So what does Romy do? She's a receptionist at Jaguar. Like, yeah, yeah. She's a receptionist at Jaguar. A terrible she, one, too. Oh, uh, but dude, <laughs> let me tell you what. She would that was be a my really favorite. Good scene. Yeah, she yeah. would be my favorite receptionist because you know she's got dirt. And I don't care. I might not know the person, <laughs> but she will fill you in. Yeah. She'll fill you in. Oh, right. That's the catalyst. So she's at her job at Jaguar, like the front desk, like calling cars around. And uh, an old, an old uh, classmate. Yes. Shows up in line, played by Janine Garofalo, and uh, she amazing, is amazing. By the she way, she is amazing. She's a scene stealer in everything she does. Yeah, so she uh, she shows up smoking indoors. Yes, which is hilarious, you do, as you can do in <laughs> in the nineties. Um, and she 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 recognizes Romy and it's like, Oh, right. We did go to school together and I could give a fuck less about you than I'm running into you. She's yeah. a, she is a nasty bitch. <laughs> she and is. she, and she's very successful and Romy's a little jealous about that. And Absolutely. Like, she's, like, she's like, what did you do? She's like, I invented, um, fast burning cigarette, fast paper. burning cigarette paper. So you can just like suck one down in between classes. In between classes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Which honestly, at that, I feel like in high school, John, that's that would have been me. That yeah. would have been you. It wasn't me because I hadn't started smoking at that I w- point. I was definitely a smoker in high school. And you were. And Why didn't you, you ever waff- offer me one? Uh, because by the time we met, I was like quitting. <laughs> started at 10 quit at 16 <laughs> which is bonkers to me um yeah so anybody but there was always like this group of smokers that we, we would like go behind the school this was like and this is before i reached your high school so you were high in school new mexico at this uh, point Marinci. oh we Honestly, would go. We would I, go behind Marinci High School as if we were like so sneaky and like that checks just, out. Though I'm sure every single teacher knew exactly what we were doing and couldn't give a fuck less. Well, no, uh, I'm sure those teachers would have absolutely been out there with you had they not gotten in trouble. Yeah, and so 
You know, whenever Janine Garofalo goes behind the school and yeah. like it's like mountains and stuff, that is exactly what it looked like whenever we snuck behind the school to smoke cigarettes. It was like this. It was like almost the exact same location. John, it's so weird that you should say that, too, because it's so uh, supposedly. OK, so their high school reunions taking place in Tucson, Arizona, because right. they our transplants, they moved to uh, Venice from Tucson. Yeah. When so Janine Garofalo's character walks out, I was looking and I saw that beachy sand and I was like, <laughs> you're trying to tell me this is Tucson? Yeah, I'm like, no, ma'am. But this is somewhere inland California. I'm like, you guys literally did not give two shits about the location. I'm like, this sand yeah, yeah. plus and the plants there, growing. Aren't there like Joshua trees growing around? I'm like, what? I'm not sure. And I don't think they really cared because they're like, we're yeah. not trying to get I mean, another location. Uh, right. I'm like, right. And it's just like cheaper and nobody wants to like, I mean, plus you're not cares. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's the desert. I'm like, no, there better be a saguaro. Otherwise it's not Arizona. Yeah. I and you see them later. You see some cactus like they yeah. try to make it in the flashbacks. Well, yeah, but you know Janine Garofalo, she's a busy gal of the nineties. She is. She's she's not she's going to Tucson to film school. a movie. <laughs> no. uh, like, uh, but anyway, so uh, she tells she tells Romy about the ten year reunion or whatever. She and, does, um, and she's like, uh, anyway. So. Um, and then uh, some kind of a B story is is exposed. Um, and yeah, so they they. What is the B story, though? The B story is Janine Garofalo's. Um, oh, her obsession with um, Alan Cumming. Uh, no. Right. No. She oh, was wait, in love was with she? Alan Cumming. Oh, that's all oh, right. That's right. That's right. She's in love with Alan Cumming and Alan. Uh. Was in love um, with Michelle. With, with Michelle. With Michelle. And Lisa Kudrow's kind of character. Why, that's kind of why Janine Garofalo has animosity against them, them as that duo. And um, and uh, Catherine Mannheim. Who, by the way, I forgot <laughs> she was in this. And I tell you, I loved Kath, Catherine Mannheim growing yeah. up. She wasn't yeah. in enough stuff. Right. Well, she was in that hit TV show, The Practice. Well, yes, but also I wanted to see her in more cinema. Like, yeah, yeah. She was a very funny. Um, yeah. So she's like the nerdy girl with braces or whatever. And she's like, I love her Garofalo in that movie. Treats her always, like a doormat. Always, dude. She's like, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. And, and uh, who and um, but there's so there's like this weird like love dynamic B story yes. where um, where like the, this mysterious cowboy gentleman, um, uh, Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau in my mouth. Dude, yeah. Can we talk? Like, he has Gorgeous. Not, he literally, mm-hmm. uh, he's first, A, always good looking. He has <laughs> aged so well. I mean, yeah, it's sort of annoying. I, would I say. actually am, dude. Furious. <laughs> it really I can makes see it in me, your face. Your face it is makes me upset Because why do people sometimes get everything? Uh, yeah, like success and money and, and looks, fame and and just effortlessly uh, uh, delicious. Honestly, I mean, yeah. the most I can hope for him is that he has hemorrhoids at this point. Right. And apparently he has like a great personality. No, 
I'm like, yes. whatever. Fuck okay, you. Okay, fine. Whatever. Uh, Justin Theroux's well, movie is a hot cowboy. So there you all go. Right. And I love, I love the flashbacks. So there's frequent flashbacks to yes. high school to like get context of what their high That's school experience was. That's one of my favorite was. parts of the movie. Yeah. And they've, uh, Romy and Michelle have been ride or die since day one. They basically were just best friends, best friends from birth. Um, Michelle went through high school with, with a, a back brace. brace. Yes, which is really hot, actually. Because <laughs> it kind of yeah. looks like a necklace it, around. Yeah, yeah, well, she made it fashion. Yeah, it's, so, it's a nice accessory. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought she it was, has to wear. <laughs> right. And I was like, that doesn't look bad. It looks like a choker. Um, so anyway, uh, and, and Michelle was, I mean, Romy was kind of like, like a frumpy, like drab thing. I love how they like tried to make Mira Sorvino uh, and Lisa Kudrow look frumpy and weird. And they just looked awesome. Like, do you think was, they are right? John, they yeah, looked yeah. good the whole time. Also, yeah. you want to know like, what storyline? Like they don't look like losers at all. No. They Apparently actually, they were like losers, but they were so unaware of the fact that they were losers. They were just like their own unique thing. John, aren't they us? No, <laughs> they are completely us. Because, because that we was were, our dynamic. We picked on everyone with each other and everyone disliked us. Yeah, it's like we <laughs> we were like so like unaware of like how people perceived us. I think <laughs> Because we didn't care. But we were like... <laughs> Because we were like, because we had that same mindset of like high school Romeo and Michelle where they were like, we're just going to get out of this fucking town and, and make something of ourselves. <laughs> we have to do something else. This is an end. Got two 36 years old. <laughs> 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 we are Romeo and Michelle. John. And, right. Um, also, they were trying to say that Romy uh, was overweight. Remember that? They were they trying tried, to say she was overweight. They tried overweight. to do it. They tried to do it, but it didn't work. John. Yeah. She wasn't overweight. By what standards? Yeah. It's like. What standards was she <laughs> overweight? Right. So she had like, so as an adult, she had like a complex. John, they made her out to be the chubby girl. She was the chubby. Yeah. They were like, oh, weren't you the chubby one? Yeah. But I loved how like, but in the flashbacks, it's like every actor is like. 30 right <laughs> like in, okay and in high school <laughs> right <laughs> playing a high schooler i thought that was hilarious like I they also, didn't... dude yes <clears throat> well of course that's how it went though everybody yeah. was always they don't use teenagers right and i think the only one that that really has a definitive arc like it was Alan coming because like, obviously yeah. he's like, he's like the actual nerdy kid, like very like youthful, but like clearly has lines in his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like, how old was he when he played in this? Because yeah, Alan coming has be been around for a while. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like getting into 60. So. Can I tell you, and this is a total side story. I want to find out what this movie is so we can watch it. But the first time I remember seeing Alan coming in anything was in, I can't remember what the movie was called, but Spy Kids 3D. No, um, we'll watch that too. (laughs) Uh, No. So he was in this movie and I remember this scene specifically. He goes, he goes to bed with a sex worker uh, the night prior. And when he wakes up in the morning, the sex worker is gone and he goes into his bathroom and on the bathroom mirror, Written in lipstick says, welcome to the world of AIDS. Oh, John, fun. I cannot remember what the movie is called. And I remember it hit me so hard. And I was like, holy shit. That was my first introduction to Alan Cumming. 
And I remember prior to that scene, he was under some underpass, like either giving or getting a blowjob from someone. And that's when I was like, oh, there's gay people in movies. Yeah. Representation matters. John. And that was the first I will never forget that. I'm not joking. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, that is something that sort of I mean, you could argue that Romy and Michelle are it's a gay the, movie. Are, are the yeah, are the gay representation, even though there is not a gay character. They anywhere do make in reference to it because they she says, is it Michelle or Romy? She was like, uh, Romy says, oh, I wish I were a lesbian. This would be so mm. much easier. And Michelle says, do you want to have sex to find out? Do you remember oh, that? Right. Quote? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then they're like, they're like, hmm. No. no, Romy's like, oh, no, having sex with a woman gives me the quivers or the shakes or whatever, which fine. I mean, if you're straight, you're straight. But, oh, you but know what? That, does that's, say, that, that's problem. That's problematic. Studio note 90s movie behavior, because that is that is them. That's like this. That's like the studio coming back and being like, are they gay? No, but I was going to follow up with this, though, because Romy immediately after says. Ask me again when we're 30, if we're not married. Oh, right, right. They're, so they're, they're, like, they're still, like questioning. They're still questioning. like, you know what? We have four years to figure it out. If not, then yeah, we're going to have yeah. sex to see if we're lesbians. And I did, I did, I did appreciate that there isn't like a romantic interest. It's there about, wasn't. it's about them being friends and companions through life. They, and, and they are literally, the director's name is, what is it? Michael or David Merkin. Merkin, John. <laughs> of course it is. He was, made, he was born to make this movie. It's but, David um, Merkin as uh, the director. Yes. Who never seen or heard from him again. Well, honestly, I actually have some facts on this. Oh, please do. So I have some things about this because I wanted to come like uh, ready. I wanted to come like prepared for this. Meanwhile, I guess, I'm just hung over. No, it's fine because here's the thing. The studio... Well, I've closed out the tab, but it doesn't matter. The studio didn't really see what his vision was. They were having a hard time yeah. seeing his vision. I could see that because like it's it's a it, it's, it's a quirky all, all movie. Over the place. It's a quirky movie and it goes off the rails with the fantasy dream sequence. That's my favorite. I that threw me through a loop whenever I first watched this movie back in the day. I was like, we just spent like 30 <laughs> minutes. In a dream. <laughs> John, that is my favorite part. One of my favorite parts about that movie. And, we then, get, and then whenever they actually get to the real venue, it's the exact same one. It's the exact same venue. <laughs> John, it's the exact same thing the whole time. But you want to know what's great about this. Okay, so they had a hard time seeing his vision, which fine and good. This movie cost $20 million to make. It grossed. <laughs> wow. $29 million. And John, do you know where a million of that dollar, those dollars went? The Where? soundtrack, which was fucking lit. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we had we had Cindy Lauper, which like turned into an iconic. Uh, they had scene so much good music, and there, yeah. I think there's only like eight or nine like um, tracks yeah. in this movie. But they spent a million dollars on this. Yeah, you know, you know who I'm reminded of a of a touching moment. Uh, between Romy and Michelle where they're at the dance. I think it's prom or whatever. Yes. And they, when they're doing and they, the just, they just went together. They just went together. Yes. They're both dressed as Madonna. They're both dressed as Madonna, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so they were each other's dates and they didn't even think twice about it. But uh, somebody that, um, that Michelle has a crush on, uh, they pull a little prank on her 
and and he stands her up and dashes her dreams and she's dancing by herself but then but then Romy comes and they dance and gives her a dance and they're just dancing together to time after time oh she, no she's not even dancing by herself the dance is ending and Michelle was like I'll dance with you Romy and so yeah. they both go out and dance and I actually I love that I love that they have a bond. They have a special bond. They're freaking, they're best which, friends. Which they're oh. uh, inevitably a rift in conflict because yes. they, uh, if you don't know, they go through great lengths because they, they, despite their best efforts to like get jobs and become successful before the 10 year reunion, <laughs> of course it doesn't work out. Wait, if and, we, can we go back to the, <laughs> let me, before we go, I have to go into this job thing. So, What's hilarious is they are, they're trying to get jobs so they can impress these people at the reunion, as John was saying. But before we go into it, Michelle tries to get a job at Versace or uh, wherever. um, (laughs) And then another place. So she's trying to get all these jobs so that she can be like, oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm the salesperson. Yeah. She goes to this bargain, this bargain place. <laughs> right. one, of, one of my favorite quotes. This is, this is her realization. <laughs> yeah. This is one of my favorite quotes. I have a few actually that I'm going to save <laughs> for later, but this is one of my favorite quotes. She goes into this place to get a job. They're like, okay, basically this. And this place looks insane. Okay. Yeah, a, it's like there's Shit little lighting, bins everywhere. Bins of stuff. And one of my favorite quotes is, so she's talking to the ma- hiring manager who wants <laughs> to give her the job, basically. And he's telling her, he was like, I literally, this is, she was like, where'd you get? He goes, uh, he's talking to her about the discount. They get a 5% discount on all this garbage in the store <laughs> as employees. And he says, he goes, I got this tie for a dollar. And Michelle is like, you paid a whole dollar for that. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, uh-huh, I'm proud of it. As, as she's literally being like, <laughs> fuck, fuck. She's like, I have to get out of this place. Yeah. That's so, her moment where she like goes home and she's like, this is not the life. It's not working out. Yeah, this isn't the vibe and we like we're never going to do it. And so they concoct this lie. They create lies. And um, uh, so inspired by women. Yeah, they're just they're generally business women, Uh (laughs) which I thought was hilarious. They never like thought it through at (laughs) all. They're just so they they do the whole image. It's like a black uh, pencil skirt uh, blazer. Uh, heels so so they sort of like take the color literally out of their lives and and it's very like um yeah they look they look very good as business women john they look great <laughs> going back to the costume department seriously the costuming in this movie was really really fantastic uh, timeless and i feel like it inspires so much of what's referenced today uh, it, it is i and it you know, Whenever the, somebody's referencing fashion of the 90s, it's Romy and Michelle's High School Musical. They and, have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, whatchamacallit. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, um, Romy inspired by her run-in with Janine Garofalo's character being an inventor. And a businesswoman. Uh, and a businesswoman. Uh, Romy decides that her big lie is she invented post-its. Yes. And the... Uh, um, 
And Michelle piggybacks on that. And she's like, I invented the the adhesive adhesive, that goes on the back and makes it (laughs) sticky. Well, she's mad, too, because she's like, well, it makes it seem like you invented it. And she is. And Romy's like, well, your uncle was the one who financed it. So they get upset at each other. Yeah. So, I mean, and there's this whole dynamic like that. The, the rift is like, oh, Michelle becomes aware of how Romy really sees her. Yes. As like sort of like less than her. And like, so, yeah, Romy has sort of like this, like this complex, this sort of like, like looks, looks down upon Michelle in, in a lot of ways. Which they do. Okay. And they do. They have a little fallout. So at this point in the movie, they're traveling to Tucson. Um, yeah. to, and they're in a, uh, they're in a convertible that they got from Romy pretending to f- fuck the mechanic, which is also <laughs> a scene in and of itself, which is pretty hilarious. Yeah. So she, um, she gets this car on loan and, uh, so they're driving, 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 they get in a fight and they get out. They're literally like fighting over this. Oh, so sorry. Over this light. Oh, sorry, everyone. <laughs> I couldn't help it. And that's, and that's the movie. <laughs> and that's the movie. Uh, it ends. Um, <laughs> so they get yeah, so they're fight. in the middle of the desert and <laughs> on the side of the road. And and like, so what's what's the whole the whole blow up? Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like. So the, Romy couldn't get them dates. Romy couldn't do this, which, by the way, I think it's really hilarious how um, they're sitting here arguing over who is the Rhoda and who is the Mary? And um, <laughs> so, and then I think um, Romy's like, you're whoever, whoever, I can't remember the characters. She's yeah. like, well, I'm way cuter than you. I'm this. So now they're arguing over who looks better. Yeah. And like a funny quote from that, which I also clocked, I was like, wait, that's kind of hilarious. So they're sitting here arguing in the desert, and Romy's like, you have absolutely no proof that you're cuter. And Michelle's like, oh, proof. You want proof? Okay, fine. Who lost their virginity first? And Romy <laughs> follows up by being like, oh, big wow, with your cousin Barry. I wouldn't brag about that. So, <laughs> which I thought was so fucking funny. Like, you your cousin Barry. She has nothing to say. Michelle has nothing to yeah, say she's after like, that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Romy totally disses. Um, uh, Michelle and there's the fallout and they decide to once they get there they're going to go their separate ways yes and then we enter full fantasy sequence we do <laughs> for, Which, for the, the movie dupes us into it being real I and really like, thought I thought we were going into like full ridiculousness territory and that's just what we were doing with this movie now because like she mm-hmm. so we follow Lisa Kudrow first basically yes and she like she she basically steals the 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 post-it lie and she lies phenomenally perfectly to this group of popular mean girls interrupted. And <laughs> <Yes>. um, they, <laughs> and so she does like so they're like, ha 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 ha. So like, well, how do you even do that? And then like uh, like making fun of her. And then she goes into this long drawn out of like how the how the adhesive is actually made. <laughs> and they're all like, oh my God, she did. She did it. She did do that. She did Meanwhile, do it. Romy gets fully caught in a lie. Yes, Romy gets caught in a lie, which is all <laughs> in Lisa Kudrow's dream. Which, by the way, it's hilarious that she gets hit by a limo, flies and on top of it. All the way across the top, and it's like the most ridiculously long limo ever. John, it's so funny. Which. 
I did not know. And this, this actually brings me to the point, like at this point, the fantasy is starting to go off the rails, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And even at that point in the, in uh, towards the tail end of the, of the dream where it's like starts to slowly get weirder and weirder. Like, like the, the fact that that limo was so long and she gets hit by it and rolls all the, all way, across the, the, all the way across the top for like a while, <laughs> like multiple shots from camera angle, different angles. It's a really funny dude. It's like a really funny, like even, even at that point in the game, whenever I first remember like watching it, I was like. I was like, oh, okay, this is just like a funny little gag hijinks and stuff. It wasn't until Catherine Mannheim's like giant face like comes yeah. into the moon roof and then reaches in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was a great special effect, by the way. Dude, okay, so I do want to say I think it's really funny how in that dream sequence, it goes all the way up to Romy dying. Like Romy's dying. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And she's really mad. She's still mad, like at Michelle, because she was like, You <laughs> have to admit that. that you're the Rhoda. Yeah. So she's like, like, They never. She's they like, never... I'm not the Rhoda. I'm not the Rhoda. Uh, she's you're like, the Rhoda. my dead body. <laughs> yeah. And so, leading up to like my actual favorite quote in the movie, I had to write this down is she goes, <laughs> Romy is like this. Or Michelle says this to Romy. Romy's in her deathbed at this point in the sequence. Okay. They're She's both dying. successful, by the way. They're, oh, they're both incredibly rich and successful, but they're mad at each other now over the Rhoda and Mary reference. Yeah. So that's something so petty that they never got over. It's, it's She's so mad. So Romy's like, I will not accept your apology unless you say you're the Rhoda. So Michelle's like, I am not the Rhoda. You're the Rhoda. She was like, also, you're a pasty hag on a deathbed, which I think is the funniest thing you can say to someone. As she's passing away, she calls yeah. her a pasty hag on a deathbed. That's so funny. Yeah, I love that. But then but then she comes to and she wakes up and they're like magically there. And they're, they're just like, well. She's still asleep in the car. Romy didn't even wake Michelle up. Oh, that's up. right. And they do go their separate ways. And, they do. And then up until. Yeah. And I'm going to let you take it from there. They go their uh, separate ways telling their lies. Yeah. Telling the lies and everything like that. And, um, uh, Oh, I just had the memory. Like, doesn't one of them get like an award of some kind in the, in the fantasy? The fantasy is bonkers. The fantasy is it. my favorite part of that movie. <laughs> it's like, that could have just been its own movie. Like, it, it could have ended it there. But then they're like, oh, we have like 30 more minutes. <laughs> if they had ended it there, John would have been like, I'm not sure. But I also am obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so uh what happens next yeah so, so she gets there she completely lies about inventing post-its and they laugh in her face Romy at this point has gone all out michelle really hasn't michelle hasn't really taken to the lie she's just kind of like she even tells Romy at one point she's like i didn't think our lives were that bad until you brought it up she was mm -hmm. like i thought we were cool i thought everything was good she didn't even know that their lives you know they had to impress people right so romy is obsessed and at this point romy is going around this um reunion making an ass out of herself an yeah people are, ass people out of are herself. so not even buying it but they're no. just like oh okay sure cool. and then like, janine garofalo's character comes up and blows the lie for romy 
when Romy's like, I invented post-its. And she's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. She's like, I went to school with him. She was like, we were in graduate school together. And so and, then and it just like fucks off. She's the, like, whatever. Yeah, she leaves after she realizes she ruined the lie. And the mean girls interrupted as John yeah. has said is they all just start making fun of Romy. Michelle mm-hmm. is off to the side and she sees this happening. She's like, fuck. And, it, and it's clear to Romy. At the, I don't know if it's clear to Romy, but it's clear to the audience at this point that they could have just showed up and not lied and would have been like totally fine. They could have just showed up and danced and everything would have been fine. But that wouldn't have taken the movie anywhere. They right. had to have this arc. <laughs> so they went through the friendship. So at this point, so Michelle is starting to learn her lesson, her lesson. Yes. And Michelle point. sees her from the end. She's like, oh, basically like, fuck. So she goes up. Just like she defends Romy and then they leave and then they have this moment like this. Yeah, cr- Michelle, Michelle like saves her. Moment. Yeah, Michelle like saves her and is like she says something kind of really funny to like burn them. Yeah, she about, does. Oh, they're all pregnant, by the way. Yeah, no, she goes, all the mean girls are like pregnant. She go, Yes, the mean girls are pregnant. And Michelle goes, yeah, but at least we didn't get fat. And the mean girls are like, we're pregnant, you half wit. And then she follows up with, yeah, well. I hope your babies all look like monkeys. And then they (laughs) leave. I remember that specifically. (laughs) So they leave. And then Romy and Michelle have this moment in a restroom. They're like, why did we come here? Why did we come here? We shouldn't have done this. And it's basically like, we had to go through this moment realizing we're okay. Just exactly who we are. We already have these skills. Yeah. So, um, and then the, uh, the, so they, they, they join forces once again. They do. And I think, John, something that we didn't we glossed over was that they actually do have a skill set. They're both great designers and Michelle can sew clothing, which is where the business suits and their clothes come from. Yeah. They create clothing. Right. And so like this comes into play. Right. So they, they realize through this journey, this adversity, this rift, this trial that they don't have to impress anybody and they don't have to live up to anybody's social standards nope. because they've already got it, babe. They, they just have never, it. So what they gain from this whole journey is the ambition and drive to actually utilize their talents to create a business and be and do business women their own way. They do. And they do business women their own way. Basically, everything comes to a head at the end. It all circles back to them being like, holy shit, we're good enough. As right. John and said. let's not forget about the the dance, dance number because John, I that's thought not that, in a, that's not into in a fantasy. It's not but in a fantasy. actually very choreographed. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Dude. <laughs> so Alan Cummings character is actually a bajillionaire. At he comes point. in on a helicopter and everybody's like, what? And he kind of like basically crashes the 10 year reunion. Um, and uh, yeah, he is still in love with Michelle Michelle and um they they all their 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 song comes on the time after time and he dances not only with Michelle but Romy as well because, well, because you, he does ask he, yeah. he says can I dance with you and she says only if we can dance with Romy too yeah because that's that is their it's their that's whole their thing it's a beautiful uh visual representation of their close sisterly bond and if you if you want the michelle it comes with the romy and vice versa it does that's basically it like if you want to be my lover we got spice girls happening here 
Exactly. You got to get with my friends, everyone. And they which I'm do sure, it. Which I think was around 1997. <laughs> so. uh, probably around the same time, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And that's such, it is such like a universal vibe because I, I, I feel like with you, Travis. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you come, you come with me and I come with you. Dude, honestly. And uh, you know what? We should have danced together at prom. We should have danced together at prom. But I don't think you went to the 10-year reunion, which good for you. Because Wait, honestly, did you? I did. <gasps> I went to our 10-year. Why don't I remember this? Because you didn't go. I had no intention of ever going to a reunion. I don't know but, why I went back. So, that, so our 10-year our reunion, just to talk about reunions for a second in real time. Um, so that would have been 2014. Yes. I went which, to it. Which is almost 10 years ago. But also, John, why would I go to it when literally I still lived in the same town? I hadn't done anything. You know what I had done? I'd Did gone you to have- jail <laughs> at that point. I'd been to, I, was I, I had already gone to rehab at that point. Yeah, in 2014, yeah. Had I gone to rehab at that point? Yes, yes. Had- in 2014, you were full, you were stone cold sober. I and, was. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember these things because, you know, uh, so, <laughs> but, um, so I, Why what did, was I go? It? did you have like a Romeo and Michelle moment where you were like, Oh my God, I'm going to go to this. And like, am I going to square up? Or did you know that everybody was just going to be pregnant? No, honestly, everyone there was just kind of like, Hey, that was it. Was also, it, was it? It was at the high school, was it? It was at the high school. It took place in the library. It was very 16 candles. It took place um, in the library. Yeah. And the, the first library. thing you, the main entrance opens into the a giant common area. Yeah. We it was in the library. Was school in session? Was it no. during the day? No, it was at nighttime. Also, people did ask about you and I can't remember what I had said. I was probably like, uh, he's not here. And there's a reason. (laughs) They're like, where's John? (laughs) Because we were kind of a package deal at that point. Yeah, exactly. So we we were definitely Romy and Michelle to the point that people are would ask about the other other. if one was missing. Which happens in Romy and Michelle's high school musical, by the way. It's like, hey, where's Michelle? (laughs) They're like, I don't know. But the thing is, is it was kind of it's weird because there is that parallel there yeah but also i think that happens a lot like if you are a best friend with somebody and people only see you guys together yeah like even though i had friends outside of it it was never we the were, same we were an iconic duo dude we were the best we, we were, were Romy and michelle we are the best we are and you know what the we don't have to do post-its we we invented post-its <laughs> we invented post-its <laughs> yeah and i invented the wait so in our are you Romy or are you michelle in i our actually dynamic? don't care one way or another i think you and i can both we're embody, a little bit of both for I sure think we can embody both at the same time yeah w- would you feel like it's a if it's an insult if you, if you were a michelle no actually and i don't think it'd be an insult michelle's if i were the a funnier Romy. one Well, then you're the Michelle because she's the funnier one for sure. No, you're the Michelle. Honestly, listen to us argue. Are we going to have a moment? Are we driving (laughs) through the desert right now? Exactly. (laughs) That's right. No, Uh, I just think, um, I don't think it would matter one way or another, but I do think that this movie, I think that this movie's great. Like, yeah, it didn't get a great score. Like, weird. I feel like that's totally weird because it's a it's a classic 
90s movie. I think it's it, a cult movie, though, it's, because right. it's like it's like a universal theme. Like everybody is faced with the 10 year reunion. And then you're like, what did I do? Yeah, like <laughs> in 10 yeah. years and you have that existential crisis. Well, the thing is, too, is 28. Like, right. And I do believe everyone goes through that unless they are like insanely successful. And some people do become insanely successful. Right. And they Within can't 10 wait years and they, yeah. And they cannot wait to go to that 10 year reunion and, and tell people in everybody's how face. I'm like, I saw it on Facebook. Fucking Felicia. Like oh, no one right. cares. Yeah. We know. You know. Yeah. My mindset was always like, I, I had no, I had no intention of going to a, a high school reunion. I went, <laughs> I went and I don't know why. Although I did find out that one of our friends whose name I will not say, she wasn't really our friend. I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, her initials are JN. Um, think about that. I don't want to say it and I really do, but I'm not going okay, to. Okay, don't say it, don't say it, don't but say it. But anyway, she actually, she actually, um, in that 10 years developed a porn addiction, <laughs> which she outright told me. At the 10-year reunion? Yes. She told me she had a porn addiction. She's like, I'm addicted to porn. I'm watching it right now. No, she's like, literally, I have to. The internet has destroyed me. No, I'm not (laughs) joking. Well, she was also going through a lot with, um, I I think a lot of it helped. It, you know what? I'm not going to go through details, but she developed a porn addiction within that 10 years, <laughs> which I love for her. But also that sucks because that can be that can be really debilitating. Any addiction yeah, is debilitating. Why did they decide to just tell you outright? John, I have no idea. You know what? When I tell you who it is afterwards, okay, you're going to know I why. I totally understand. You're going to understand why, because this person has no filter and it, I think it, it, I think it kind of gave her um, a little bit of an edge. An so edge. it's like, she's like, she's like, what am I going to tell people? What if that was her post-its lie? Her post-its was I became to a make herself more to make herself more interesting and cool. John, she showed me pictures of her mom's foot that was getting toes and shit removed off of it. An actual graphic, like graphic stuff. I mean, this is the person you want to run into at a reunion, I, showing you graphic toes being removed. Literally, she's removal. the only reason why I would go to the 20 year. I'm not joking. To see what has I gone down. I want to know what else has transpired in this person's life. We're nearing a 20 year reunion. We are nearing a we 20. Are, are you going to go? Only if this person actually probably Can we just not. Romy and Michelle it though? I will only go to this only reunion. Only if we wear what they're wearing at the end of Romy and Michelle. Yeah. Or like homages to the colors and, and, and we show yes. up. John, if you and I showed up. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll circle back yeah, I'm, on I'm this. actually thinking about it seriously. And okay. I, I feel like that doesn't even make it worth it for me. Um. We'll see, because there's a lot of people whose faces I'm okay with never seeing again. Oh, yeah. That's like the main reason why I didn't go back. Like, how many, how was the turnout for our 10-year reunion? Was it like two people? No, actually, there were, I mean, we didn't graduate with a whole ton of people. We had it wasn't like we people. needed, we didn't need name tags. Actually, we did have 100 people except for the 100th person. 99 people graduated because one of them was in the hospital for overdosing. Do you remember who that was? Ooh. 
I can tell you that after as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I At that point in, in high school, I was like so checked out. I was like so ready to go. I was not. And I remember specifically. I had, I had my plane. I had my plane ticket purchased. You were ready. You were like, I'm out of here. I'm moving to New York, which you did in, in no time at all. You I said, bye, like, horse. I, th- I think I took a week, a week off. And then I immediately flew to New York and looked for apartments. Yeah. You were out of there. <laughs> I, was, I was like gone. You were out. Which in hindsight, 18 years old, a little too, a little too early, but I had Not to do even. it. I had to do it. Not Because I think I, I just had, I just had two nieces graduate. So one, one graduated two years ago and yeah. one just graduated. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't even think about like them doing what I did. But you did like, it, John. I would be terrified for them. Well, you did it. Anyway. And that's the best thing about it. Yeah, I just had I had to do it. I had to I had to make mistakes. I had to learn from those mistakes. Well, maybe you and I can go to the 20 year and write a follow up to Romy and Michelle. Yeah, I would. I would probably wait, we'll hire David it? Merkin. Did, to they, be the director. did they like what were the refreshments like? Did they even have alcohol there? No, absolutely not. That's crazy to me. You're going to have this adult party and do high school refreshments only? Well, the thing is, is because it was at the school, because they're too cheap to do it at a um, hotel where they're Romy and Michelle's. Theirs was at a resort. You can't have liquor and stuff on campus. So they literally couldn't do it, but it's whatever. I mean, honestly, it's what I expected. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with yeah. all of that said, um, um, but so for me, like I, I know my rating for Romy and Michelle's high school musical, but Travis, why don't you tell me, um, uh, uh, let's see, um, out of, out of five, um, cell phone chargers, um, what did you rate Romy and Michelle's high school musical? I rate this movie one big fat flip phone and that's a good thing because at the time these cell phones were huge <laughs> expensive exclusive cancer could, inducing i loved it i obviously will always love it does it have its flaws sure do i, I care absolutely not you know what i never was while watching it bored I, I was also not bored and i will say this the only note that i took down which i thought was crazy is that they all had to wear name tags as if yeah. 10 years had changed these people so significantly that <laughs> people couldn't recognize <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. That's the only note I took yeah, down. Yeah. And because they, the same exact actors played the younger flashback versions. Did. Nobody changed <laughs> one bit. <laughs> but uh, what did you give it? Obviously, I'm sure you give it. I give it like I would also give it one big fat burning fast burning cigarette paper you would okay yeah it's like the best i feel like it's i feel like it's the best representation of a 90s comedy at the time you know what i mean yeah and you didn't get a lot of like female-led rated r comedies in the 90s they weren't female-led it didn't happen that way yeah and there was no like real love interest that was like arbitrarily inserted in there to like make it more appealing there was a rom it's a rom-com between two friends and it's like literally that's exactly how it is it's them overcoming the fact that they're okay and then they yeah also and it made i mean lisa kudrow was sort of a household name at the time anyway because of friends but it sort of made mira sorvino 
a household name, which is good. even though even though she was like a highly regarded actress at the time, but she was mostly doing like dramas and stuff. Well, she's done a lot of shit since then, too. So yeah. good for both of them. Uh, yeah, I think I think they they are teasing. They they recently went on like the um, James Corden gross uh, show, and as as a collective, they, as together, like to promote not really anything in particular. I think it's because the twenty five year anniversary of the movie just happened. Oh, interesting! It was April twenty fifth. Oh, okay, yeah, was that the twenty five year. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so, um, but they, they teased that they would totally do a sequel. So they might be doing a sequel. Wait, John, yeah. if they do a sequel, this would be literally everything. Yeah. Like who even knows what's going to go down? Holy shit. Yeah. I hope they can get the entire cast back because that's where the real reunion comes into I'm, play. I'm a hundred percent sure that that's totally doable. They like, better could get, you imagine they better get David Merkin. They better throw another 20 mil at this. If not, oh, you more. know, you know who gets together um, is uh, Stetson man, uh, oh. Justin Thoreau and and uh, Janine Garofalo. They, they end do up it together, end, which is really hot. I wonder if in the sequel they would like have have divorced and had like children and stuff. And maybe Janine Gar- Garofalo like blew all of her millions and like lives in a trailer somewhere. I. Honestly, we can only help. Yeah, we can only help. At <laughs> we're this gonna point. write. We're gonna write it. So we know. We know Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino. Um, watch. I mean, listen to us. Uh, yes. Listen to the program. Yes, they and do. So yeah. So they're gonna offer us uh, five million dollars to write the screenplay. They are. Also, just for everyone out there who is listening to us right now, all two point uh, five million and Rihanna's fetus. Yes. Um, this is literally just us talking about it. Our opinions do not matter. Um, yeah, none of it matters. We think that these people are amazing for creating these things to give us entertainment, despite what we have to say. Yeah, um, like great film, lovely movie. Watch uh, it if you have an extra hour and a half. Revisit I think it's it. Like, yeah. What? How? How long is this movie? It's like an hour and a half. Hour forty-five, maybe. Yeah, hour thirty-two yeah. minutes. Give yourself a time. Do it. And awesome. um, for like the longest dream sequence of all time in a movie. Yes. And a hilarious <laughs> so. one at that. Also, John, before we close yeah. out, the wigs in the yeah. dream sequence when they're old ladies, Nicole Kidman could never. <laughs> Nicole Kidman could never, for sure. John, these wigs were um, unclockable. <laughs> they were yeah. great. So I had to let yeah. you all know the wigs in the dream sequence. They are top chef's notch. kiss. Top notch. <laughs> well, anyway, well, this has been a pleasure with you as, as usual. And always um, we're going to see you at the movies. We're trying different sign offs. We don't really know. We're what, not we're actually sure. We don't have an yeah. email yet where you can email us uh, movies yeah. that we can watch. But I think next week, um, I don't know. Yeah. If, should we say it now? Are we going to do Rosemary's baby or do we know yet? Um, I don't, I think Rosemary's baby. Yeah. I think we're going to do Rosemary's baby. I've never seen it. John has never seen it. Um, yeah. And we're going to, we're going to dive in. <laughs> Ro- um, Rosemary's uh, Roseberry. Rosemary's baby. <laughs> Rosebud's baby. Rosebud's baby's ba- batter. Uh, uh, Rosebud's baby, baby batter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We hope to see you next uh, week. 
And right. we don't know when this is coming out, so we're not going to tell you. It'll come out when it does. Uh, yeah. And bye, I guess. Bye. Right. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the credits, horrors. Oh, 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 oh.